podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hi folks, welcome to the Game Week 12 preview episode of the 59th Minute FPL podcast, which is brought to you by Fantasy Football Scouts. I'm Mark McGettigan, you'll find me on Twitter as always as FPL General. I should really start calling it X at this stage. I'm hitting record just as the last few pressers are finishing up on Friday afternoon. Just a couple more to trickle through, I'll keep an eye on that while I'm recording. Saturday deadline this week, 11am UK time, 90 minutes before Wolves versus Tottenham kicks off. The Tottenham game certainly will not be as exciting as the last Tottenham game, that's for sure. Are any of you brave enough to captain Son in the early kickoff? On today's episodes, a roundup of the pressers, listener questions answered, the captaincy will be discussed, and I'll talk you through my transfer plans and likely team for the weekend. Make sure you hit subscribe or follow wherever you're listening, and leave a review if you get a chance as well. A roundup of the team news ahead of the weekend's action. First stop is an important stop, Arsenal. Mikel Arteta, you could really predict what he was going to say. He said, Saka didn't train yesterday. Let's see if he can make it tomorrow. So there is doubts over Bukayo Saka. For me, that makes it tricky to buy him. I think if you own him, you probably keep him, you start him, and you hope that he plays. Partey is ruled out until 2024. Tomiyasu was substituted midweek as a precaution. So you would like to think Zinchenko probably gets a start this weekend because of that. Arteta, after the Sevilla game, he said Odegaard and Nketiah are racing against the clock to be ready for Saturday. They're trying their best. They tried to be here today with us, which was the midweek game. It wasn't possible, and now we have another 48 hours before we play Burnley. We will try again, and we will see, because we need the players at the moment. So, no clarity on Enketia, Odegaard, or Saka, which makes it tricky this week ahead of a good run of fixtures for the Gunners. At Aston Villa, good news for Matty Cash owners. He came off the bench on Thursday night and played about 20 minutes, I think it was. So hopefully he gets the start in game week 12. At Bournemouth, Scott is ruled out, but goalkeeper Neto is back in training, so we could see him back between the sticks this weekend. No updates yet from Thomas Frank at Brentford. At Brighton, they had a great result away to Ajax, winning the game 2-0, but there is some issues because of that. Dunk and Milner picked up injuries, haven't had any comments on that since. And Estupinen, a lot of people were thinking about buying Estupinen this week for the Sheffield United fixture, but he came off the bench and he only lasted about 10 minutes before he went off injured again. So do not buy Estupinen today or tomorrow. At Burnley, Foster has been ruled out. At Chelsea, there's nothing new. Crystal Palace, good news for them. Olise is back in training and he is available. So great news that they've got Eze and Olise now. That's probably good news for Mr. Odson Edward up front. At Everton on Thursday, Sean Dice said that we've got a couple of knocks with Onana and Branthwaite, but we're not expecting too much trouble. Ducuri had a bit of sickness, but they've all been on the grass today. So again, that was Thursday, so we're hopeful on them. Branthwaite is on four yellow cards as well, so be aware of that. At Fulham, Diop remains out. Muniz, who started up front in the last game, has also been ruled out. But Tete and Traore could be in the squads. At Liverpool, Van Dijk missed midweek due to illness, so you would expect him to be okay for the weekend. 
Gravenberch is a major doubt and McAllister is suspended. No updates from Luton Town at Manchester City. John Stones picked up an injury, muscular injury midweek. He's going to be out for a couple of weeks. Akanji seemed to pick up a knock as well, but he has trained this week and he's travelled with the squad, so Akanji is all good. At Manchester United, Johnny Evans picked up an injury and he's been ruled out of game week 12. On to Newcastle now. Eddie Howe on Callum Wilson. He said Callum has a tight hamstring. We're doing various tests on him. We will see how he does this morning, which is today, Friday, before making a decision on the game. So there's doubts over Wilson. That could mean somebody like Anthony Gordon could play up front, although it could also be Joe Linton. Bruno Gomares is suspended. Isak should return after the international break. Botman has been in the Netherlands seeing a specialist, so there's still no time frame on him or whether or not he's going to have surgery. Doesn't sound good though when he's heading abroad for specialist advice. And there was interesting comments as well for those of us who own Gordon. Eddie Howe said Harvey Barnes won't be far away after the international break. He said he won't be ready, but he won't be too far away. So it looks like Barnes is ahead of schedule. Nothing yet from Nottingham Forest or Sheffield United at Tottenham. Big news there. James Madison and Van de Ven, both players likely to be out until January. So if you've got Madison, you've got to sell him. Likewise, Van de Ven is now a problem in your team. Richarlison's had surgery. He's going to be out for about four weeks. Now, two of those weeks are an international break, but that certainly opens the door for someone like a Brennan Johnson to come in as a possible differential for FPL. Ben Davis is available, so you would expect Davis to be in the team this weekend with no Udogi due to suspension and no centre-backs either. At West Ham, Zuma remains a doubt, but Alvarez and Paqueta are available following suspension, and there's nothing new at Wolves. Before I get stuck into listener questions, a quick Patreon plug. FPL content creation is my full-time job. If you'd like to support me and get extra content along the way, check out patreon.com forward slash FPL general, where you'll get iTest podcasts every week, Thursday night live streams, Q&As, team reveals, and much more. Question time. The first one is from FPL Alexa. Is Bruno Fernandes a reasonable punt? Dare I say captaincy even? to replace someone like Madison or Saka if they're out injured. Looks like he's been playing in the position he played under Ole in the last two games, next to the striker in a 4-4-2-4-2-3-1. I know it's Man United, but it's also Luton. That's one of my favourite lines this season so far in recording the podcast. I know it's Man United, but it's also Luton. That kind of sums up both teams' seasons so far. Bruno Fernandes is an absolutely fine punt this weekend, particularly if it's a short-term punt. Got to remember, he is on four yellow cards, so could be an issue quite quickly after you bring him in, because we know he likes to have a moan at referees. Surprisingly, doesn't have five yellow cards yet. He would have been my bet at the start of the season to be the first player suspended this year, but he's behaved himself somewhat. So Luton at home this week is a great fixture, regardless of which team plays them. Bruno's a great option. Not sure I would go as far as giving him the armband. I think owning him would be a good enough differential, but again, I can't really get behind buying him if you want him for Everton, Newcastle and Chelsea afterwards as well. Fine if you want to jump on, jump off. Maybe if you've got two free transfers, your team's in good shape and you can roll a second transfer maybe to have two frees for after the international break. But 
yeah, can't really get behind it too much unless you're in a very luxurious position where you can take a one-week punt. If you have them, obviously you keep them for this fixture. Local Stigmatic says, with Isak out, Wilson substituted at halftime against Dortmund. And with eight flat-footed defences up next in a row, is now the time to back Anthony Gordon as a potential central striker, even though he's listed as a midfielder, for the second highest scoring team in the league. So, local stigmatics making a very strong case here for Anthony Gordon, which is exactly what I want to see because he's already in my squad. It doesn't really, even as an owner, it doesn't make me any more excited about Gordon, the fact that he might play up front, because I don't necessarily think that's a good thing. He's naturally a winger, and I think he's more suited to playing out there. It's a bit like Rashford at Manchester United. Don't really like Rashford when he plays through the middle. And it could be the same with Gordon. Although it was good to see him score through the middle against Arsenal. Taking all that away, strip it back to the simple things. Gordon is extremely cheap. 5.7. Best attacking team, second best attacking team in the league here. Four goals, four assists after 11 game weeks. And it's Bournemouth next. Anthony Gordon is a great pick. If you have him, you hold him. And if you're looking for a cheap midfielder, he's right up there as the best of them. Question from FPL Tom, this might be too late, but since Madison is now almost certainly out of Saturday's match, who's the best replacement? Already have Bowen, Son, Mbumo and Diaby. So straight away, you do have four very good midfielders there in Bowen, Son, Bumo and Diaby. You definitely keep all four of those. I haven't owned Bumo all season, but I'm certainly planning to get him. Game week 14, I think it might be Liverpool and Arsenal next for Brentford and then a run of nice games where I want to own Mbumo. So, early thoughts, but game week 14, I think West Ham's fixtures turn. So, I think Bowen to Mbumo is a very likely move for me that week for my squad. Son's great, Bowen's great short term, and Diaby's got a very good fixture this week as well. So, where do you go if you are selling Madison? And I think you do need to sell Madison now, unless you've got a very good sub. And you can sell Madison give me 13 instead. Saka was pro- was looking like the most obvious place to go. But I don't really know if you can go there now. Given the doubts over him. Do you really want to go there give me 12 when he didn't train yesterday? And we don't know if he's going to be fit for the weekend. Maybe in that case you go for Martinelli instead from the Arsenal team. For another route into the attack at a cheaper price. Elsewhere, if you want to go cheaper, there's loads of options. Matoma. Good fixtures, Sheffield United this week. I still really like Sabosley as a differential at Liverpool. Gordon, we mentioned. Eze, back to fitness and good fixtures for Crystal Palace. Kudus as a differential instead of Bowen. And then the ultimate differential is probably Brennan Johnson at Tottenham. The FPL Tom already owns Shungman's son. I don't. And I've got 2.1 million in the bank. Spoiler alert for the transfer section later. Madison to son is going to be my transfer today. I think it's... I think it's a no-brainer now that there's doubts over Saka. Saka was my plan this week, but when there's doubts, I'm just going to get Son. I sold him two weeks ago, and I did not enjoy not owning him, in particular that first 20 minutes against Chelsea when they had 11 players on the pitch. I tweeted, need Son back ASAP, so I'm going to follow my own advice and bring him back in when Madison gives me a very easy route to do so. So I do think Son is probably the best Madison replacement if you don't already own him. Right up there next to Son is probably Bowen short term with the fixtures. And I do like Martinelli and Matoma as well. Questions, two next two questions are similar. First one from Gaza 2000. Madison to Saka, is it worth a hit? 
I'm getting distracted here. My my wife just popped out, but she decided to put the washing machine on before she left. She should know by now that her husband is a podcaster and not to put the washing machine on, but hopefully hopefully this microphone doesn't pick that up. Madison to Saka, is it worth a hit? And question from Eth Timer as well. If Madison's out, again, is Saka in for a hit worth it? Or should I get Martinelli for free? Or someone else? Or else roll the transfer and play Shimakis and Gehi, who I don't know will play nonetheless. So, obviously, I typed this out before the Arsenal press conference. Madison to Saka for a hit. You certainly don't do that now. You can maybe take a chance on it as a free transfer, but I'd rather just get someone you know is going to play this week. And Martinelli for free. I think that makes a lot of sense. Another great route into the Arsenal attack. Even if Saka does play, Martinelli might end up being the better FPL pick anyway, even though he's cheaper, because Saka has been fairly disappointing recently, and we know he doesn't take all of the penalties. If you're in a position where you can roll a transfer and you can play Shimakis in Gehi, Gehi's absolutely fine. You know he's going to play, got a decent fixture, but I'm a new Shimakis owner, and already I think he's a problem. I think those of us who have him have a headache on our hands this week and every week. I didn't watch the Liverpool to lose game Thursday night, but apparently Schumacher's had a poor game at fault for one of the goals and was hooked at half time. I'm worried about a start this weekend, but in my scenario, I'm probably just going to play him, hope that he starts, and then maybe look to sell him in game 13 when Liverpool play Manchester City. So if you can make a transfer this week for free that allows you to bench Schumacher, I think that's probably a good move because you don't want to see the Liverpool team sheet and see Joe Gomez at left back and think to myself, I could have made a transfer for free that got me a player that I know that plays and I could have been Shimakis. So for me, I'm in the camp of Shimakis is an immediate problem, a trap that we probably fell into that we probably need to address sooner rather than later. So for me, Shimakis will be in my team because I don't have any bench options and I need to sell Madison. But if you can get a free transfer in that allows you to bench Shimakis, that is what I would be doing. Question from David Tran. For those of us who have kept the wild card in their back pocket, is it possible to go without Haaland for the next four game weeks, given he may not be universally captain during this period, due to the degree of difficulty in City's next four fixtures, minimalising the effect of his returns? Anything is viable in this game. I'm never going to say you must keep a player. You look at Manchester City's fixtures, Chelsea, Liverpool, Tottenham, Villa. If you think you're going to captain Haaland zero times in the next four game weeks, and if you think a lot of other managers will go elsewhere with the captaincy, this is probably the time in the season where you can go against him. And even if he does do well, it's not going to hurt as much as it would in other weeks when the fixtures are better and when... 90% of the managers in the game are going to captain him. So I don't know if he's going to be my captain this week. I don't know if I'll captain him against Liverpool. Tottenham and Villa maybe. But straight away that tells you he's probably not essential. But I still don't think at at any point this season that I've said I would recommend selling him. It's viable, which is very different to a recommendation. It's not something I would do myself. I'm quite a happy Haaland owner. Again, during the week, showed us what he can do in any given fixture. I know it was a weak opponent, but I've got no concerns over these fixtures. Chelsea doesn't scare me. Liverpool doesn't either. Tottenham have defensive issues and Aston Villa, I think Haaland can get goals there as well. So if you want to do it, I think it's fine, but it wouldn't be for me. Question from Dave FPL Mug. Livramento, sell Shimakis for him now or wait? 
If you think Shimakis, if you think there's a high chance Shimakis doesn't start against Brentford, for me it's probably a 50-50 call at the moment. And if it's a 50-50 call, and if you've got free transfers, I think Selna makes sense, because you don't want to start Shimakis against Manchester City anyway. And when we get to game week, I think it's 14, 15, 16, three games in a week, Shimakis probably doesn't start all three. So i rather get a more secure player in. And Livermento probably isn't the more secure player that you're looking for. I would be looking at maybe an Arsenal defender or a second Arsenal defender if you've already got one. Maybe a Crystal Palace defender, Anderson, Gahey, Mitchell, or even Lascelles. Or I still think Fabian Scher is a fine pick. I know people are probably going to save the pennies now and go for Lascelles. But Fabian Scher, plenty of goal threat there. Uh, Livermento, I do like him as a pick. I don't think he'll play every single game over the next few weeks, but the, the upside could be worth it. If you pay that wee bit extra over Lascelles, if you get Livermento bombing forward from fullback, if he plays the odd game in an attacking role like he did in the Champions League, I don't expect that too often in the league, but it could happen once or twice, then it could be worth the extra. So I think Livermento probably is worth it for the upside over Lascelles. Lascelles to me is quite a boring pick. He can obviously get you goals from set pieces, but Livermento is more exciting. So I would probably lean towards the fullback there. And I think you can do it now. If you think Shimakas doesn't play or there's a big risk and you've got a free transfer, absolutely fine to do it this week. Question from FPL Bernie. Will Maguire outscore Haaland and Salah again? Love this question. Harry Maguire outscored those two last game week. Will it happen this week? Who knows? Because Maguire has Luton at home and he's only 4.2 million. I was doing a stream last week, last night for patrons and I was doing a bit of tinkering with potential transfers and somehow for about 30 seconds, Harry Maguire was in my squads just as a potential transfer for tonight. But I'm not going to go there, I don't think. Um... He is a fine option. If, if you're like me and you've got rubbish options on the bench like Bayer and Gusto, who you can't really rely on. If you want to buy Maguire this week for Schimakis, for example, you can play Maguire against Luton. Pretty good chance of a clean sheet. And then if Maguire can become a bench option for you in the future, then that's absolutely fine. For example, if you've got Udogi suspended, you could bring in Maguire, play him this week, and then Udogi goes back in your starting team after that. That's just a, a very quick example. Maguire's fine. Evans is injured, so again, probably increases Maguire's chances of staying in the team. He's played the last four games in the league, I think, 90 minutes. So he's fine. He's cheap, but I wouldn't want him in your starting 11 every week. If you want to rotate him with someone else on fixtures, then it's absolutely fine. Question from FPL Darwin. Is it worth moving on Trent Alexander-Arnold for Trippier. So should should people sell Trent for Trippier? Uh, again, if there's no other issues in the squad, I think it makes sense because you're saving 0 0.9 million and I think you're getting a better asset for a cheaper price. If you simplify it on FPL points, Trippier's on 68, Trent's on 31. Underlying numbers, Trippier also has better figures for expected goal involvement. I think Sobosli has taken a lot away from Trent in terms of set pieces and stuff like that. And even the positions Sobosli is in in open play are some of the positions we would have seen Trent in in previous seasons. So Trippier for me is the better pick over Trent and it allows you funds for other things. Final question from Simon King. Do weeks like the last one suggest that going forwards only having one or two of the big names and differentials would be better for point scoring? Or do the big guns work out in the end and getting as many as possible? Is it still a good idea? For example, I have Salah, Son, Saka, Haaland and Watkins. Yeah, don't read too much into last week. It was a freak game week 
and long term over time the popular picks are popular picks for the reasons for a reason because they will get the points they will get in the green arrow so don't rip up your team and start putting in players that got a lot of points last week because chances are it's the actual good picks who blank last week who will be the players getting points this week and in future game weeks Moving on now to the Game Week 12 captaincy. I feel like it's another tricky captaincy week this week. I think it's pretty wide open. There's quite a lot of good options with good fixtures, which should make it an interesting game week. The I put a poll on Twitter this morning with four options. Haaland against Chelsea, Salah, Saka and Heung-Min Son. The winner of the poll, which got about 4,000 votes in total, Salah came out on top with 51%. Haaland got 25%. Saka... If he was fit, 17%. And Son got just 5% of the vote away to Wolves. So that gives you an idea that most of the FPL community, the majority are probably going to land on Salah at home to Brentford. I have no idea yet where I'm going to land. It probably is a shootout between Haaland and Salah. But once I buy Hyungman Son, there's certainly going to be some temptation there to stick the armband on him as well. But I think the away fixture, the fact that Madison's out for creativity, I think I'll go back towards Salah and Haaland. And it's 50-50 call at the moment. I've got it on Haaland in my team all week. But I probably do agree with the poll that Salah's a very good option at home to Brentford. I don't think Salah's blanked at home yet this season. I'll be double-checking that after this recording. The other options, Martinelli's a captaincy option at home to Burnley. Ollie Watkins is a very good option at home to Fulham. Jared Bowen also at home to Nottingham Forest. Bruno Fernandes, if you have him, at home to Luton. And Trippier and Gordon are interesting differential caption options, captain options away to Bournemouth. So lots of options, but I am gravitating towards the big guns, Haaland and Salah. Give me 12 transfer. I've got one free transfer. The plan was Saka, but I've changed that now on current information. I'm going to get Hyungman's son back in. I'm kind of glad in a way that Madison has given me an excuse to get Son back because I think he's one of the best picks in FPL this season, out of position, probably on penalties, especially now that Madison's not there to take them. Hopefully Son starts to get a few over the next couple of weeks while he's in my team. So the transfer tonight will be Madison to Hyungman Son. Now, my defence is looking a bit shaky because Shimakis is in my starting eleven. I've got Gabriel, who should be fine but it's never 100% with him. And Matty Cash is there as well, and he's just had a niggle, but I'm hoping he's okay also. So something I will be weighing up for the rest of Friday and probably Saturday morning as well is, is it worth taking a hit for a defender so that I could either sell Shimakis right away or I could bench him this week? Um, so the options there would be, if I just bench Shimakis, I could sell Gusto from Chelsea, who's not much use to me, and look for someone like a Liveramento, a Lascelles, play them this week because they've got a good fixture against Bournemouth. Fabian shares an option as well, but probably not from Gusto because of funds once I buy Human Son. Harry Maguire is a short-term option for my starting eleven. Also could get a Crystal Palace defender. I've got Sam Johnston, but I could get Gehi or Mitchell. Zinchenko's slightly interesting, but I feel like going from Shimakas to Zinchenko is kind of a similar pick and there's always going to be a bit of rotation concern there. At the moment, I'm leaning towards no hit, playing Shimakis and hoping that Shimakis, Gabriel and Cash all play. What could possibly go wrong when that is your back three in FPL? But like I said, I will weigh up the hit for a defender later today and tomorrow morning. 
So the team will look like once Son comes in, Johnson and Goal, Cash, Gabriel, Shimakas, Salah, Son, Bowen, Gordon, Haaland, Alvarez and Watkins and most likely Haaland or Salah for the armband. Best of luck for the game week folks and most importantly have a great weekend. I'm going to use the first week of the international break to have a much needed digital detox and take a break from the FPL content. So the next podcast episode will be during the second week of the international break. If you're not interested in the Patreon stuff, you can simply buy me a coffee instead at buymeacoffee.com forward slash FPL General. Thanks to everyone who's been doing that recently. They've been ticking along quite nicely. Anyone who buys me one, I send them a link to my Discord channel. Talk to you all soon and enjoy the break. Podcast Network.